news. Your news. Your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Corporate landlords are circling the Limerick market, according to People Before Profit. Ian Prendival, former Limerick councillor, says this is bad news for those looking to buy or rent, and he joins us on the line now. Good morning to you, Ian. Um, Good morning, Joe. So, uh, only yesterday we were talking on the show about uh, properties to rent in Limerick, how few of them uh, that are out there, and the expense. There was uh, one property in Thomond Gate uh, that isn't involved, from what we can understand, from a corporate landlord point of view, but it's a two-bed, and it's €2,200 a month. That's what they're looking for. Uh, so, it is a big problem anyway, but what are you talking about with corporate landlords? Yeah, well... I understand that the, the situation out there is fairly bleak already. Um, but these corporate landlords are big investment trusts, big, uh, big investment trusts that buy up properties uh, um, and lease them, then lease them out. So they're called cuckoo funds. Uh, a lot of the time, is in they would buy up new properties uh, um, that instead of being bought by by first time buyers or whatever, instead be bought by these fund funds and then they rent them out. Uh, um, they are. IRES REIT, the biggest one in Ireland, it's the biggest corporate landlord in the state. They own 4,000 properties in Dublin. Um, and now they've said that they're, they're looking at expanding into Limerick. And, and not only is that bad news for, for tenants, because it, it'll drive up rents, uh, um, but it's also bad news for those looking to buy a home, uh, um, because it means that then you're going up, you're competing against a big giant fund that can afford to pay cash, uh, um, that can buy up entire estates, as we've seen in Dublin, uh, um, and it's also, it ends up being bad news for the state because these uh, real investment trusts actually have um, tax incentives. In 2013, the government uh, brought in a tax incentive, which means that they don't have to pay corporation tax uh, on income that they get from rent. Um, so it, it's bad news across the board, and I think it's something that we need to be trying to oppose and push for a ban on these cuckoo funds and vulture funds. Right. Kian Prendival of People Before Profit in Limerick talking to us. Uh, Limerick Independent Councillor Emmett O'Brien is also on the line. Good morning, Emmett. Good morning, and good morning to John, your listeners, and to Kian. Uh, do you agree with Kian? I do. Look, I suppose by the very nature, any landlord is a corporate landlord because the purpose of the landlord is to obviously secure money for a profit, I take it. Uh, it's not something I know a whole pile about, but I think that's kind of the, the basic objective of it. Um, I'll certainly take Keane's word for it. I think we wouldn't have agreed on a whole pile when we were in the council together, but the, the one thing we certainly agreed on was the lack of housing and the lack of residential development going on in Limerick at the time that Keane was uh, an elected council until 2018. So this is a, certainly is a concern, and I suppose how this materially differs from an ordinary landlord is the size of the portfolio that these vulture funds or these trust corporations are likely to take and the fact that their tax liability compared to a private uh, landlord uh, is, is much is fractional. Now, I have to say, uh, amongst the numerous briefings, endless briefings upon briefings upon briefings upon briefings about housing and housing being promised and housing being built, which we have yet to see, I have yet to hear anything about uh, this type of trust fund uh, movement towards Limerick. But again, I, I, I cannot... I'm not suggesting for a moment that Keane is incorrect of what he's saying. Right. Well, so, Keane, I mean, where are you hearing right. this? So, Keane, I mean, where are you hearing So, it was IRES Reef themselves, in their statement to investors, said that they were looking to expand. Currently, they're, uh, and they expand to other cities in Ireland. So, currently, they are um, only based in Dublin, uh, um, but they're saying they're highlighting uh, Limerick, Galway, and Cork, I believe. And it was reported widely in, in the 
the, in the Irish Independent, the Limerick Post as well at the time. Um, and the, the problem here is that these funds have been, were invited into the state uh, and by the Fine Gael Labour government of a, a decade ago, uh, given special, the red capital was rolled out, they were given special tax incentives. But, but also, in a lot of cases, they buy up properties and then they end up leasing them back to the state. Uh, um, so there's a case uh, um, of the, uh, in Dublin of 128 apartments which uh, IRES REIT bought up and they are now leased back as council housing over a 25-year lease. Over the course of those 25 years, the state will more than pay off the mortgage of buying them, but at the end of the 25 years, the state won't own a single one of those apartments. But isn't it true, Key and Prentiful, that uh, the reality is that a lot of smaller landlords, including in Limerick, or accidental landlords, are just finding the tax they have to pay, the regulations around it, way too much, it's too much hassle, and they are selling up. And as a consequence, there are fewer properties to rent. And isn't there an argument that you know bigger corporate landlords could be useful to some extent? I don't think so. I think that it is true. There was a number, a lot of people ended up as accidental landlords uh, um, and the state should be there offering to buy those properties uh, and let them uh, uh, retire or whatever they want to. A lot of people ended up buying a property uh, as their retirement fund or whatever, but the, the state should be stepping in uh, and buying up those, those properties uh, um, and uh, as public housing. Um, these corporate landlords, uh, when they get like there's whole areas of Dublin where these corporate landlords are the major uh, um, property owner, and therefore they can cut out all competition. They can drive up uh, um, uh, rents. And we had one case of, of Irish Reid also ha- having to get a, a wrap on the knuckles because they were looking for a 25% increase in rents in a rent pressure zone. Yeah. And they had to they had to withdraw that because the, the law is well. Well, look, they're 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 obviously not here to um, uh, answer that specific point. But uh, Councillor Emmett O'Brien, the other um, issue um, that some people will say to you when they're renting is that they don't like dealing with single landlords you know, um, doing business. They prefer to deal with professional outfits, agents, or maybe even big corporate landlords because there is a clear uh, arrangement. They know when they make a call on a problem with the property uh, that uh, they have people um, on staff to deal with it and that a lot of them prefer that. Well, I suppose that's a personal choice, really. I, I prefer to deal with a person I know than, you know, at the end of a phone line in, in Dublin or in, in London. Uh, look, the real issue here is is the level of housing stock. Uh, Keen and I were uh, probably two, perhaps three, I think John Loftus when he was a councillor as well, were the only councillors who objected to the opera centre and the lack of residential housing in the opera centre, uh, right in the heart of Limerick City. You know, Fine Gael are boasting that they built 6,000 houses last year. In 1935, the Devereux government built 35,000 houses per annum. We were building up to 90,000 houses up until 2008. Uh, and, you know, we see G. Clapman ourselves in the back that 6,000 houses are being provided for housing by the, by the government every year. We're after spending 20 billion on COVID, yet we can't put roof over people's heads. Sure, like, it's yeah. kind of beyond the joke. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, Kian Prendival, you know, it's clear this was a big, big issue at the last election and it got bumped off the agenda not long afterwards by the pandemic. Let's assume that uh, we are emerging from the pandemic at some point in 2022. Do you think that this is as hot button an issue, uh, housing in general, renting, as it ever was? Yeah, I, I think housing is the major, the biggest crisis 
that we're facing. Climate change as well, to be honest with you. Uh, um, but it is a, a major biting problem that we're facing. And we, we know the solution. It's not like, like we have the cure for homelessness. We need to build homes. We have the cure for, for uh, uh, rents going through the loop. We can introduce rent controls like they've done in many other countries. And in terms of uh, um, vulture funds and cuckoo funds, they can very easily be banned. Um, in Berlin, they passed legislation to stop multiple purchases, uh, uh, stop funds buying up multiple properties in the one development. Like that, there's no reason why we couldn't do this. Um, what's lacking is, is the political will um, to invest, to build public housing uh, um, on, a, on a scale uh, um, equivalent to the, the 30s or the 70s. Uh, and that's what we need, but, but not to repeat the mistakes of the past. Um, instead, those we need to be building housing, building public housing, but also providing the facilities, right. uh, the community infrastructure, and building communities as well. Okay, um, and a uh, question that I'm asking uh, most politicians um, into 2022. Uh, Kian Prendival, will you be running for the directly elected mayor of Limerick? Be excellent. I have no idea. Uh, um, I, 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 I don't, we don't even know at this stage if it's going to happen. Uh, um, well, uh, Minister uh, Peter Burke says says he, Minister Peter Burke says he will be, and he, he, we're going to get an election by the end of this year. He's adamant about it, and he's the line minister. So, are, are you standing? I, see, I, I seem to remember that being said in twenty twenty. Are, are you standing? He'd be a great mayor. I have mayor. no idea, Joe. Are you? Uh, well, I certainly am not. I would, I, I'd never be silly enough to get involved in politics, lads. Uh, what about you, Councillor Emmett O'Brien? Are you standing for directly elected Mayor of Limerick? Wasn't I burning your ear off in 2019 about how ridiculous idea this was, Joe? So I, I, I doubt my opinion has materially changed unless there's a significant development in the legislation, which I doubt that any Cork Taoiseach will allow a Limerick Taoiseach uh, at, at large in Limerick. So I'm not hopeful that the, tier, the mayor, and I've said this repeatedly, would have any significant power. And I've said this in the last occasions on the radio, unless the, power, unless the mayor has significant power, control, or an influence over policing policy within the confines of Limerick City County, the mayor is at nothing. Right. Is that a definitive no? Well, it's as good a no as you're going to get this morning, anyway. All right. So it's not an absolute no, then, Councillor Emmett O'Brien. Sure. Listen, um, we'll see what... Uh, we'll that's see all what right, though. Holds. That's OK. We have, you're, to, you're we, have to get out, we have to get out this huge COVID pandemic first. All right, no, the two of you are leaving it nice and open now, that door. There's no problem at all walking back on that and uh, both of you standing against each other for the directly elected mayor. I look forward to the debates. All right, thank you both very much for joining us. Uh, Limerick Councillor, Independent Emmett O'Brien and People Before Profits, Kean Prendival. Call Limerick today now on 46 1995.